Hello, I'm Harriet Lane and I'm the owner of The Crown Coach and today I'm discussing the importance of pageant coaching. Welcome to Pageantland, the UK's premier podcast for all things pageantry with your host Jessica Barkley. Here you'll find guest experts, past, present and future queens, plus my own personal insights into what it's like to follow your pageantry dreams. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode, please give us a share on social and pop me a review on iTunes. Now strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode. Uh, it's so wonderful to have you back on. Even more wonderful that I actually got to see you fairly recently. Um, for those of you that aren't stalking me on Instagram, it was the Pageantland Ball this past weekend. Obviously, this episode will go, be going out a bit further after that, um, but only by a couple of weeks. And, and we all had the most amazing time at the Pageantland Ball. So if you didn't make it, go next year because I can't imagine that next year will be anything less than this one was. This It was just so, so wonderful and really, really nice to see everyone. Um, and hey, if you're from outside the UK, fly in for it. I think it was totally worth it, um, despite the crazy weather on the drive home. Um, so we've actually seen each other face to face recently, which is, feels a bit of a novelty with you living way, way up north. <laughs> It's like the land of far, far away. The land of far, far away. I'm far, far down south. You're far, far up north. Um, <laughs> it's literally, I sometimes feel bad, but it's a bit of a, one of those sorry, not sorries. The, I will basically only travel north for pageant stuff. And the whole of my dad's side of the family are up north. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, the Newcastle, Bolton, uh, Yorkshire, that, all that sort of neck of the woods. And I do try and tie in seeing them when I come up for some pageant stuff. But now I'm competing again when I'm up. I'm like, right, event, appearance. And then any time that I've got, particularly in the moment, I'm sat on my laptop editing podcasts and promos and planning stuff for the parent, big parent event in a few weeks' time. Like, <laughs> I feel bad. I'm like, I'm really close to you guys, but I can't quite see you right now. And it's just like pageants. Pageants just take over. Pageant, my pageant family. I love my pageant family, so it's fine. Uh, so for anyone that's been living in a box, can you tell us a little bit about your background in pageantry? Actually, I shouldn't say anyone that's been living in a box. Anyone that might be new to pageantry um, may not have found you yet. So but if you've been living in a box or you're new to pageantry, um, <laughs> give us a little bit of background about where you started and your involvement in the pageant industry. So it all started when I was 12 and my mum entered me into Miss Teen Great Britain, which is one of Holly's pageants. And I was accepted into the semi-finals. I was beyond excited. I already started straight away on charity work. I was quite interested by the idea of doing charity and so on. I'd done still for my first pageant over 100 appearances, you know, crazy me. And I came top eight and I was over the moon for my first national pageant and first pageant I ever done to come top eight. And then going on from there, I was like caught the pageant bug and went on to Junior Miss Galaxy. And I actually managed to place third. And once again, I was super happy. Um, 
But my heart was like, I want to be Miss Teen Great Britain. Well, I was a junior at the time. And I went back for the crown later in the year. And I was lucky enough and worked hard enough to win the crown. And so that was my first title. After a super fun reign, I decided, you know, I'm going to go back for that galaxy crown. (laughs) You know, probably how it is. Mm -hmm. And there's so many many girls, I'm so like, you know, galaxy, there's something definitely to go back for. And I think it's such an incredible family. And obviously I feel super lucky. I had the biggest family. There was 10 of us, but I went back for the crown and Miss Teen Galaxy England. It was back at the countries when I competed and I came third again and then I waited a year and came back for the crown and I'd done it I managed to win and then I swore to myself coming off stage that I'm I'm gonna have a nice break Um, I'm not gonna do pageants for a good year or so and also me nine weeks later competed in the power pageant (laughs) whoops so yeah, whoops, you know, again, how it is. Um, mm-hmm. And I was beyond excited as that was my first Miss pageant. Um, and I actually took the crown home of Miss International UK. And that was the most incredible crown. Like, I've still got it now, but I am beyond, like, grateful and the opportunity I've had. I actually flew to Japan uh, for a whole month and I competed out there with 84 other contestants and I actually came fourth runner-up out of all those incredible women which has still like completely shocks me today but uh, yeah, that's a quick background on my journey it doesn't shock the rest of us the rest of us know how awesome you are so that's <laughs> it's like one of those yourself uh, yeah it's oh no you're absolutely amazing at Miss International and I think there were so many of us sort of following the story and following on because you were out there for such a long time um, and you do embody so much of, of the good what is good and, and beautiful in pageantry sort of inside and out and it's it's so nice that you get the recognition for it I think um, it gives a really good example of what pageantry is and what pageantry can do in the world as well. And I think that's really important. Um, I'm a big advocate for growing the industry within the UK because I think there's so much that women get out of it that we really need in society these days um, between all the stuff and things that we see on social media and the issues that that can bring up um, and all the self-confidence and body confidence issues that we seem to have these days. Um, which people, yeah. people who aren't in pageants they're like oh no that's pageants fault and I'm like no it's not actually if you compete you find it just gets so much I've never met someone that said pageantry has given them body confidence issues I've only ever met people that have said I I love my body because of pageantry yeah that totally agree like completely agree I've never came across anyone who's felt worse after a pageant that they normally like I know even for me like the first time competing in a bikini I was very self-conscious and I remember getting up on that stage it's like it changed my outlook yeah it's um yeah exactly the same I did I was being interviewed and the interviewee uh, interviewer um 
was asking about bikini because he didn't know anything about pageantry. And he said, obviously, that's one of the more controversial ones. Um, and he said, actually, from hearing you talk about it, it sounds like swimwear is much more for the contestant than it is for anyone else. And I was like, that is exactly right. You get so much from doing swimwear. And so I think it's quite a shame that some of the pageants are dropping it. It's my favourite round because I know it's the round that I will grow the most in. Yeah, 100%. And I, I, I think I don't like it because of the fact that people say, it's what the thought of others who do non-pageant stuff, I feel like that's where it's came from. Um, I think that's one thing that I'm going to say, like Teen USA, they haven't had it for a little while now, but I feel like the sportswear round and stuff is just as revealing as yeah. swimsuit. It's, it's, it's kind of like someone saying, well, there's something wrong with the female body being yeah. on display and that annoys me as well I feel like there's there's a mix I, I do feel like there's massive mixed messages in dropping swimwear <laughs> obviously the the juniors don't do it and but that's like a completely different conversation um but the but once you get over sort of the age of 18 there's so there's just so much to be gained from doing it that I just yeah for me, it's yeah, favorite favorite round. Very excited to be doing that one. Yeah, And um, so, when you competed before, um, obviously you run the Crown Coach now, um, which is pageantry coaching. And um, what coaching did you use, and sort of how did you find it was beneficial when you were competing? So first, I trained with Rachel Tate, which was my starting point. Um, I just I actually competed um, in Team Great Britain um, and Galaxy beforehand, and I saw Rachel Tate had won Miss Galaxy and I was like, yeah, like she knows her stuff. And she had some girls that won crowns and I was like, let's do it. Um, I definitely needed help on my interview. Um, also being 14, I've never done any interviews like apart from pageants. So I didn't have much experience. Rachel Tate helped me so much. Um, definitely get the basics and I done a full day with her. Um, and then I went on to win the crown. And in between, um, I trained with a guy called Cyrus. I can't remember his surname, but that training as well was incredible. Um, Bella, another Miss Galaxy, um, who won the international, she brought him over. Um, I did a like an hour with him. I know again. Who you mean. I just, again, I can't remember. He's like the king oh, of king of crowns or something in America. Yeah, yeah, and he was amazing um I learned so much I got all my pageant tins he made my stuff a little bit more fun and um yeah so I'm trying to think who I trained with after. oh it was um when Bella and Rachel um done their coaching as well they mm-hmm. done interview training and just general pageant stuff so on stage um that was also really good I can't even doubt like all the training I've had has been really good and really helpful one thing I've really loved with doing different training that I've created my own technique that I've got my own style that I don't just copy one trainer that I've learned a bit from everyone and then my latest trainer oh no I'm missing one out Maria Torres so she is international director of Miss Galaxy pageants you probably all know it um so I trained with her I did a group training with her and also a one-to-one. Um, she really helped me go from like a junior teen to a teen. 
was my walk. It was, um, I trained with her just before I went into Galaxy and she really got like my hips moving. She made it a little bit more sexy, but not too much. Um, so it's just perfect routine. And then between Teen Galaxy and Miss International, I didn't have any pageant training, but when I won the crown, I wanted a little bit more intense training. So I actually flew to Indonesia, not only to just get my gown, but also to get some pageant coaching, but also coaching on how to be a coach, um, which is important to transfer those skills over. Yeah, you can't just, you can't just sort of win one competition and then go on and do it. And actually there are some very good coaches that haven't won. Um, I, not not in the pageantry industry um pageant coaching I don't ever see as being something in my future um I like aspects I like helping with aspects of improving people's pageantry but pretty sure that's not going to be going to be something that I look at but um I know there are other things that I do that I can look and help and correct and teach and coach but I wouldn't necessarily be able to do the actual thing myself yeah so some on the rare occasion you can get someone that has delved so deep into something that they make a good coach but they can't actually do the thing. But um, on the whole, I don't know any pageant coaches that weren't big winners first. I'm just sort of trying to run. Well, well apart, I don't. I don't know if Cyrus. Cyrus, because yeah, yeah. It, I think that's probably the one. It was. It's, it's Frank's or. It begins with an F. His surname begins with an F, and it will come. Oh to yes! Oh, I'm... he's like the king, the king of the crown. I'm. Oh, he had a TV. He had a TV series that I think was available on Amazon Prime, but only in America, which was annoying. Um, now it's I'm like anyone have... find that out. Give us a yeah. comment. Here it is. <laughs> Gonna have to find. Wait, let's Google King of the Crown on TLC. That was it. He was on a show called King of the Crown, but it looks. Uh, he looks very young in the promo picture, so I think it might have been a while a while ago. Um, no, he was he, amazing, though. One of those ageless faces. Um, um, but yes, it's it, it's interesting because there are some coaches that will tie you into them and not let you coach with other people. And then I've done a day with Rachel Tate, and she was like, yeah, and we'll pull in experts in different areas to help you with other bits. So I've been working with um, someone else uh I've been working with sparkles and rhinestones on my interview um I'm seeing Maria about my walk um and it's kind of and my personal trainer is is although has a weird link to pageantry has been a pageant judge before isn't a specific pageant personal trainer because those don't exist particularly in the UK um and it's you get yeah you get a really nice spin from a lot of a variety and having that sort of those different dynamics and I think that helps you be you more yeah, 100% because um, I've never just walked like one trainer and I try and um, incorporate that in all of my coaching that no girl walks the same or acts the same or is told the same thing, that it's all kind of tailored to what they need and what suits them because it's not kind of like a one size fits all in pageantry because as you know, everyone is so unique who does pageants. Yeah. So it's just getting that kind of out there. Yeah, and it's the same because all the judges are different. Even even the same same judge on a different day might look at something you do differently. 
Um, and that's why this it's always good to yeah show your walk or show your interviews, practice your interview with lots of sort of different people. Um, so because one person might be like, yes, that answer made complete sense, and the exact same answer might fall on another person's head and be like, they're like, I do not know what you meant at all. Um, so it's yeah, it's trying it out with with lots of people. That's when I think it's really good when panels have really large um, judges say like, I love Holly's pageants because one opinion gets so diluted that it just becomes an overall so even the girl who might have scored so high for like say for the judges but so low for the other like I've even had at my say I've posted a charity pageant myself and I remember getting the judges scores and it was so unusual that the girls some girls were so high for half the panel and then the other half it was so low um, so it ended up the winners were no one's sort of favourites that it was just someone who was a strong contender but not a favourite mm. yeah so it's just one of those things it's just like I think it's good to have that um the big panels because it does love out any sort of opinion and you know when people um say oh it's fixed the judging if there was any of that it yeah. would get so diluted out it's not suddenly not a thing anymore and um, so you've launched the crown coach and you've been doing I've seen like shares of this so frustrating I'm so far down south and being so close to galaxy I've got everything scheduled already but um you you have dropped some hints on social media about an event in August so I'm totally there um because galaxy basically everything up to galaxy is like timed and dated and like I've got like half an hour for this and an hour for this everything post galaxy is just pg it's just it's just post galaxy it's just gonna happen post galaxy i love that harry's even trying to like what do you want to do for your birthday and i've moved my birthday it should be the 4th of march i moved it to the 21st and i was like we'll deal with it after galaxy and i'm a big birthday person i'm like everything is just bit past there at this point (laughs) um i feel like everyone's like first month now (laughs) It's too close. It's like under five weeks. Too close. Well, when we're recording this, it's under five weeks. By the time this goes out, it goes out in a couple of weeks' time, and be even yeah, even closer. Um, I need to focus because like all I think about is Galaxy at the moment. It's really bad. Um, so what services are you now offering with Crown Coach? What have you sort of got coming up imminently, and what are you able to tell us about um the future plans? So obviously I have my one-to-one coaching. I travel around um, much as I can at the moment. But um, what I do is if a girl's interested, if she can get enough girls for me worth sort of the travel, um, that I'll come down to that area. Um, also, I do crown classes. So it's like normally £15 for an hour and a half of coaching. So it's normally up to about eight to ten girls. And it's really good for using the room space, getting good in your heels, and it's some good pointers as well, just improving your walk that little bit. But if you want to do a fine, or if you're new to pageants, totally recommend the one-to-one. But something exciting that's happening soon is my summer crown camp. So I am, Ooh, I'm carrying out a huge mansion um, that is going to stay about 20 guests per night. And I'm going to have crown coach also there so there's gonna be a day of training and um, but not only that um I'm gonna have different aspects of like hair and makeup everything like that's to be confirmed what services are going to be there um but also lots of dominoes there's gonna be lots of food involved pageant films it's just gonna be the game trip away and um, I'll be releasing all the information and um, hopefully tonight actually so well 
it's not going to be tonight for you guys. It's going to be way up and uh, being posted about. So it's all going to be exciting. Oh, it's so, oh, it sounds amazing. It's a basic a phrase came to mind then. It sounds like a, a pageant personal development ultimate sleepover. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like everyone's dream, all ages. I'm all over that. It sounds amazing. Oh, can you imagine Felicity doing that in a few years' time? I know it's going to be great. Can't wait for um, Miss Universe in the making. <laughs> oh, she's she just wants galaxy. She's like, oh. I love pageants, mummy, but when can I be a galaxy girl? I want to be oh. a galaxy girl, and I'm still can't. I haven't been able to get the exact answer on who owns the rights to the because t- there is a three to five year old island galaxy that we're going to go over and watch. Hopefully, if we can sort flights out, we're going to go and watch the the first day of Island Galaxy, which the Tinies are in. Um, but it's end of April and that's not long after Galaxy and I'm not organising it until Galaxy's over in the UK. Um, and I was like, oh, who's got the three to five licence for the UK? I'm pretty, <laughs> I don't think it's Holly. I'm pretty sure it's not Holly. Someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm like... It's like I someone messaged. <laughs> I really would love to do that. Um, to be honest, it, I might. I would consider in a couple of years, like just paying at large for her to go and do the gal, and then and then she can come back and do the UK ones when she's old enough. Because what is it, eleven? Yeah, I think eleven starts for the UK. Feels like a long way away, considering she's not yet three. And I think it's pretty. You're much planning daily. I daily get asked, "Mummy." when can I be a galaxy girl? And I'd be like, tomorrow, tomorrow, you can be one tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, I will be spending even more time up north then. Um, so how have you seen the coaching you've done impact um, the people that you've been working with? I mean, obviously, it's not you've not been running it a huge amount of time, but sort of during the sessions and the things, the changes that you see in people. I feel like they just become more confident as people. Like a lot of the girls, I don't think any of them competed yet. Yeah, so I've got my first girl in about two weeks' time competing. Um, so I'm quite excited to see how the girls do and how they feel after the competition. Um, but as they came away and they've just thanked me so much and I've had the kindest of messages saying how good they feel now after I've helped them. So I'm just really pleased. I'm just building confidence and making them the best version of themselves and they are truly believing that they are like better when they leave and also love themselves that little bit more that's that's the big thing with pageantry it's not and and being coached in pageantry it's just bringing out the awesomeness that's already there it's that's 100 like everything i've done i've done business coaching i've done just general self self coaching that's not the right word and uh life coaching <laughs> life that's the word I'm like but I've done general life coaching I've done pageant coaching and they've all just ended up bringing out the person that I kind of knew I didn't know inside that I was but actually looking back I've always been this person I just couldn't bring it out of me a mixture of external influence external influences growing up and and then what society tells you is okay to be and things like that and all that impacts and and coaching it's kind of like it just strips away the layers that weren't you that were put there by quite often other people um be it bullies at school or if you didn't have great relationship with your parents and things like that the, the sort of older influences teachers at school the, those layers were put by someone else um 
And then whatever area you're doing coaching in, it's like they're peeling off all these sort of bad, gone slightly moldy, slightly bruised layers and, and bringing out this lovely ripe fresh fruit um, that is the real you underneath. And I'm, I'm a massive, well, you can tell I've done coaching in all kinds of areas. I'm a massive advocate for coaching and personal development. And so if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, my budget doesn't allow for coaching. Coaching should be the number one <laughs> at the top of your budget as far as I'm Yeah, concerned. it's just like even my coaching starts from £15. It's just like just put a little bit of money towards the side and it's just like that little bit. Um, yeah. I think it's super important. It's like half the time you spend £5 on a coffee like these days. So um, yeah, it's crazy. It's if, you, if you feel, I definitely want to do some more work on budgeting and things because I... I do think there's sometimes an unrealistic message put out into the pageant industry that you can do it on the cheap because I don't really feel you either need to divest you, you this money or time. It's it's rare. You can't just sweep through it without investing either money or time. You can find cheap. I think it's because you're so passionate as well yeah. that you put so much in. Like I know I'm very lucky with the sponsors I have, but I work even harder, say, in my normal life mm-hmm. to get something even better, to have the small things. And it just, it's never ends up being cheap. It's like, there's definitely cheaper hobbies out there. <laughs> you're, either, you're either spending time or you're spending money. And the majority of the time you're spending a lot of both. Um, and, <laughs> and yeah, it's great. You can get a lot of sponsors in a lot of areas, um, particularly if you work with, with having a good platform that's really relatable to sponsors as well that they want to get behind. Um, I think there's there's a lot that's come out recently with, platforms for me because um the last the episode that's will have gone out just before this one is about pageant platforms and I interviewed four different title well two contestants and two title holders and did a lot of research around it and um, and actually I think having a platform would also benefit being able to get more sponsors as well um which is all very it's all very interesting I I thought I loved pageantry before I started this podcast but I think the more I speak to more people, the bigger the passion becomes. <laughs> I love that. Though. I feel like you fall more and more in love. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a very addictive drug, but at least it's good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely not the bank account, though. Like mine definitely. And I'm sure my mum will vouch that mm-hmm. um, it's not good. Mine is screaming at me every time I make another purchase and... Mine's only screaming at me at Starbucks, never mind any pageant gowns. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, what are you doing? Oh, I was only ordering some like plastic see-through packing boxes to start thinking about all my galaxy packing because I'll be packing for me and the toddler. It needs to be military. Like we've already realised we've got to take two cars. Um, oh my God. My, my evening gown is, is big and can't be crushed. And I take my own clothing rail because I don't believe you should ever put any, anything you definitely need you shouldn't leave the responsibility on someone else. So yes. I'm, not, I'm not not taking a rail. My dresses need to be hung up backstage. I'm taking a rail. Um, I'm not too fussed about having a full-length mirror, so I'll just take a short one. Um, but anything you need backstage, never rely on anyone else to be bringing it. Not your best friend to share a curling wand, as far as I'm concerned. For, for just the other bits, for like the day or drinks the night before fine for the other evenings where you're not competing fine but the evening you're competing everything you need you need to be supplying yourself even if someone else says they're bringing it yeah 100 because you know what um 
like say I don't know how my roommate in Japan um done it but she only brought one suitcase I brought six <laughs> that's more plus carry on plus my dresses in a separate bag because the Literally, and I'm just, and she was just like, oh, did you bring curlers and straighteners? I'm just like, well, I don't have straighteners and stuff because I have naturally, like, the straightest hair ever. Like, it'd be a miracle if it, if I woke up with curly hair or yeah. slight bend in it. And she was just like, oh, well, can I borrow that? And it was literally everything was like, and obviously I'm a nice... Because you, you, yeah, you, you're a nice person and you want to share. But then if you really needed that item and she then broke it, how does that work? Does she have yeah. to buy you a new one? And then if you were in the middle of nowhere when that happened and it's really tricky because I'm, I'm, I'm such a mum. I've always been such a mum, even before I became a mum, I'd be the one with the plasters and the safety pins and the blister packs and all of that anyway. But then I kind of don't want to lose my last one and be like, I was so organized and everyone's taken them. And now I've got a massive cut on my leg and I can't do anything about it. Yeah. It's like, I felt that some, like with food, I remember the other girls, some of them obviously didn't like the, some of the food and I eat a lot and I just brought so many snacks and I remember the other girls looking at my food like, can I have one of those? And I was just like in my head, like me being sharing, like, yeah, of course. But then also me, it's like, now I'm actually really hungry and I have no food. And I have no food. And yeah, no, I'm, I kind of bring, I bring everything I want and need and then I bring some share spares. <laughs> that I'm happy that I'm, I'm just taking on the basis that I'm accepting that they're not going to be mine and not be consumed by me um and I can play I can play mum still and not <laughs> lose out it's really hard because it is um I know we've digressed a lot here uh, people that are listening I hope you're getting some value from this we've digressed a fair bit um but the it is still a competition and it's such a sisterhood. And I love, um, I think it was Danielle Latimer introduced the phrase to me of you're competing with. I always just never found a way of wording it because I hated saying competing against like, yeah, this is, this is Fred and um, Fred and I are competing against each other. Or I'd be like, we're in the same age category. I would yeah, never it's just like, oh, we're doing the same competition. Like, where it's just like, yeah, it's not like against each other. It's just kind of like against the judges. And again, it's being that best yeah. version of yourself. Just being like, the, that's yeah. what you're competing for. But I loved her like phrase of, yeah, we're, com- uh, we're competing with each other. I really, really liked that. But also, you've got to remember how much time and effort and money you've put in and it, and people do change not in a bad way I do not mean this in they suddenly become nasty um catty or anything backstage but the focus is suddenly there and we can be all fun and giggles um and literally particularly in the older categories where they're a bit more used to it um you'll see it uh they'll teach us a bit of the dance move and everyone will be laser focused right I've got to learn this I'm getting my feet right I'm getting this um, and then they'll have a break and we'll all be fun and giggly and chilled again and then we're like right competition mode we need to make sure that we can do this um and like that switch between it is remembering that at some point you do need to switch into competition mode because you haven't yeah. slogged your guts out for six to 12 months for nothing <laughs> yeah because at the end of the day we don't all go there just to go there and have not yeah. just obviously have fun and experience, but we all do go there to win that crown. We would not have entered if we did not think we were capable or did want that. So it's kind of one of those things that you've got to believe you can also do it, like to succeed. I completely believe that. So you've got to be in the head game as well, but also enjoying the experience. 
I think that's amazing. I think that's a brilliant note to end on. Um, I hope everyone has enjoyed this episode. As you can tell, I'm a passionate advocate for coaching. Um, So where can we find you on social media and the World Wide Web? So you have the Crown Coach on Instagram, so you can give me a message on there. Or if you want an actual face, you can have Harry underscore on Instagram. But then on Facebook, I am Harriet Lane. And that's all the social media you'll get out of me. It's so exciting. I, I can't wait for the August one. Uh, it's, it's, it's in the diary already. It's going to be amazing because you're organising it. So I know it's going to be amazing. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I think the next time I'm seeing you will be at Galaxy. <laughs> it's always the case. It's always another pageant. <laughs> I've, I've, have I got a rest week between now and then? I think the last weekend, actually, the last weekend before Galaxy is that we I was like no I'm not doing anything there's not I'm not booking any event but there's something on every weekend between now and then um I'm at a pageant I'm at a pageant then it's my big charity event then I'm at runway with Maria and then I've got a weekend off um before galaxy yeah I feel like I've got so much pageant stuff this next month so (laughs) it's crazy crazy season for it so ah so make sure you're following Harriet you make sure you're following the crown coach I'll make sure I've linked all those bits in the show notes as well um make sure you're following me over on Instagram I'm not not great at reminding people of that one um because I do put promos up for the podcast episodes on there so you can see if you've missed out on any past ones sometimes it's easier just to stroll through my Instagram and be like oh that episode looks good and then going and finding it um because you've got all the little pretty pictures of all the different ones that are coming out and the content in the run-up to galaxy i'm actually really excited about so we've got some really good episodes coming up um, that you don't want to miss about like final prep stages we've got that was meant to include final prep stages were meant to include a, a lot about packing and the packing one has become an episode in itself so we've got a bonus episode that is solely about getting organized with your packing coming out um we've got a slightly bizarre episode but I think very beneficial about things that I do that won't actually get you points but I think are really important um but in the bigger picture of of competition and so that's why yeah I'd say bizarre maybe is a slightly aggressive word um and then we're into galaxy the one after that will be recorded at galaxy so oh my god <laughs> so close so close but don't worry, for you listening, I'm not just Galaxy. It's just obviously in the run-up, there is a lot of Galaxy going on. Um, I have got some very exciting stuff coming up after Galaxy with some different systems because I do want to introduce you all to some, a variety of systems as well um, so you can make the right choice. I'm a big, big believer in finding the right system for you. So you're a brilliant one, actually, to speak to about that because you know so many of the systems. Uh, so make sure you get to one of Harriet's the coach uh, the crown coach days and then you can find the best so even if you haven't picked a system yet get on get on a session and then find the right one for you exactly always happy to help and even if you give me a message and stuff always love to help Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. It's wonderful you've given some of it to this episode. Please rock on over to our Facebook or Instagram and share your thoughts. And I would love you to give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, check the show notes or rock on over to our website, pageantlandpodcast.com for more information about the podcast or how you can be a guest on a future episode. 
Have an amazing day. And remember, you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.